difference does it make if it gets down to minus 30? It's all yeah, cold. That's true. You know, well, so, yeah, and you'll be inside next to a roaring fire, right? Maybe. With some hot maybe. cocoa. I just don't mm-hmm. understand, you know, the whole notion of avalanche. Who's going to be on a mountain when it's minus 10? Uh, I, no, I there are don't, people. Don't start, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Start yeah. Give, don't start uh. saying names, you know. <laughs> uh, people in the in the studio here are nodding their heads and pointing uh-huh. at themselves. Yeah, that sounds uh, like fun. Yeah, uh, well, it, it's going to be cold. Do you want to introduce all the people? We have a plethora of people here in the studio. I probably have all their names in an email somewhere, but I don't think I can keep everybody straight. I'll start. I will introduce uh, Debbie Ford, who is a one of the advisors for the Forest Bird Charter School Interact Club. Good morning, Debbie. Good morning, Jack. Thanks for having us. And thanks for coming in. And we're here with one, two, three, four, five, six six students and another advisor mark weber uh is here too um would the students like to you want you guys want to start here and kind of introduce yourselves uh see if you can sneak and, up to a microphone sneak up to a microphone and get close to it about an inch away i will swing mine around and uh starting with katya hi i'm katya lambert and i'm the president of the interact club I am Odin Clark, and I am the treasurer for the FBCS Rotary Club. I'm Raven, and I am just a member. <laughs> I'm Draven, and I'm also a member. I'm Alicia, and I'm the secretary. And I'm Annabelle, and I'm the pre- vice president. And I guess, who wants to, who and, wants and to and start? I'm, and I'm oh, Jim. Hi, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> who wants to start and tell us what the, uh, what the Interact Club is? Who's the... Who, Who's the best person to ask that question to? <laughs> Looks like Katja is thinking about it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. So the Rotary Club is, or <laughs> the Interact Club, is part of Rotary. Uh, we're um, internationally scope dedicated to service for others in need planning service projects locally and internationally, as well as promoting peace. Our overall motto for Rotary is service above self. Uh, and Debbie, what is the the Rotary Club for those who don't know? Thank you, Jack. Yeah, Rotary um, is an international service organization founded in 1905 in Chicago, Illinois, by Paul Harris. So we're an old... Um, organization that, in my view, is quite amazing that we have stayed relevant through world wars and international crises and famines and recessions, Um, and we're still here to serve others in need. I'm a member of the, the Rotary Club of Sandpoint right here in town, and I am also serving as the Youth Services Chair for our club, our, our club, and it's really been my honor to work with the kids that are here in your studio today and other students throughout our community. Um, I'm ins- completely inspired by their wisdom, their perspective, and their true passion for helping others in need. So uh, I don't know who learns more, them or me. When did the air the Interact Club is there. Is there one in every school and or in just in the charter school? 
Yeah, thank you for that. Here in Sandpoint, we actually are blessed to have two. Uh-huh. We have the Forestburg Charter Charter School Interact Club represented here today, and then the Sandpoint High School also has an Interact Club, and that club's a little older than us, um, about five years older. We were chartered here at Forest Bird in 2018, so we've been, and we we sustained through COVID. We did not miss a, a club meeting hmm. through COVID. We went to Zoom, yeah, and we met every week. Wow, uh, since 2018, you said that's yes, when sir. It, that's when mm-hmm. it started. Um, so, what is uh, I guess what has the past five years looked like? What you guys been up to? Um, what does what the, the club like activities entail? Of? Yeah, and I'd, I'd love for some of the students to, mm. to chime in. Um, but predating, predating this particular group of students, uh, we've, we've raked leaves at assisted living um, institutions here in town mm-hmm. who are typically, I learned, very short-staffed and may have one person on their staff that is in charge of raking leaves for the entire property. So we, we went out and, of course, they gave us a little cocoa, which, which helped us out a lot. But yeah. we do things like that. We've made Christ, Christmas ornaments for assisted living um, uh, facilities here in town. We have cleaned up beaches. Uh, and internationally, Jack, mm-hmm. this is actually the second time, and I know we'll be talking more about this here in a minute, this is the second time that our Interact Club has run a fundraising campaign to uh, contribute to the polio eradication effort worldwide, and the kids are really excited about it. They've made posters and put stickers on jars, and you name it, they're ready. Yeah. Um, the I guess the uh, the polio aspect of it, I always think of polio as something like out of the past. You know, mm-hmm. not not something that is a concern anymore. But I guess that's not true. Who uh, does anybody want to jump in and talk to us about? Yeah, what what polio is and how much of a concern it is worldwide. So I must admit, I thought that polio was completely eradicated too um, until joining this club when we started talking about it. And apparently, it is still fairly significant in places of Pakistan, Nigeria, and Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Um. And, of course, polio is something that is a bone and muscle disease. It destroys tissues in the legs and mostly in children. And we have started putting a sort of charity together. And with just 60 cents, we can buy a vaccine that will vaccinate uh, a kid over in one of those three previously mentioned countries. 60 cents for one vaccine. Yeah. Wow. That seems uh, seems affordable. So what you guys are up to is fundraising, I guess. Yeah, and, exactly. And what uh, what does your fundraiser entail? Who's ready for that one? Here she comes. Our fundraiser is um, to help all the kids that cannot pay for the vaccine and help them get a lower chance of getting it. Yeah. What are you guys doing? I mean, what are, uh, are you? What are you um, selling, or how are you raising funds for for that? Um, <clears throat> we're doing a fundraiser at our school, and we're collecting money in jars for polio, and then we're going to send it off to the campaign that we're doing the polio for. Okay, 
Do you guys like go door to door, classroom to classroom, knocking on doors, or what do you? Yeah, we go to classroom. We have jars in each classroom, and we collect them every day. Mm-hmm. Is it a uh, is it a contest? Who can raise the most? Yes. Of course it is. Uh, well, and who's winning right now? Can you say that? No one at the moment. We just started yesterday. Okay. <laughs> uh, how long does the fundraiser go for? A little over three weeks, I believe. Okay. So this will continue through, do you know the date uh, that it continues through? Anyone? No. But uh, So if our listeners wanted to contribute, how would they go about doing that? Here comes Mark Weber, other advisor for the Interact Club. So I'm uh, one of the uh, advisors. I'm the teacher coordinator. Is that right? Mm-hmm. And uh, if you want to contribute, I would highly recommend donating to Forestburg Charter School at the high school office to the seniors in the senior jar. Um, He's because- just trying to get the uh, seniors <laughs> class to win. Because <laughs> I, I, I do have a stake in the game as well. Um, but the thing is, we actually this is our third year because my advisory had won the previous two years, uh-huh. and I have trophies to prove it. So <laughs> this year I'm trying to win again, and I'm going to represent the seniors since I don't have an advisory. But it's all all in all, they set the you guys set the goal for four hundred dollars. Is that right? And I think last year didn't we beat that by was it fourteen hundred that we did? So um, I think my advisory, which Katja was a part of my advisory. Uh, we raised twice the $400 last year just in our advisory, which is pretty good. Huh. But I'm going to let Raven talk about the reward, which is on January 29th, for the winning advisory. So, Hello. Uh, so I will be making for, I will be making for whoever uh, wins the challenge. I will be making a pancake, Advo breakfast sort of thing. So... <laughs> Good luck to any Advil that can win. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you will be making a breakfast for how many people? Uh, depends on the Advil. It could rearrange from like 10 all the way to, I believe, like 24. And this is something that you'll be doing as part of a team? or Yeah, I'll be having uh, okay. Draven and I believe Annabelle and Alicia to help me. That's, uh, that's a lot of pancakes, though. That is Even a lot of pancakes. For three or four people to make. Okay. Well, I... But you think you're up for it, yep. like blueberry or, or plain? I think I think maybe both, uh, maybe mm-hmm. even like chocolate chip. I don't know. <laughs> chocolate chip, okay. Skittles. Skittles. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Definitely taste the rainbow. <laughs> yeah. We're here uh, talking to members of the Forest Bird Charter School Interact Club, which is, uh, I guess, uh, affiliated with Sandpoint Rotary, and uh, talking about their fundraiser to. Uh, to end polio uh, worldwide or to help help with that effort. Um, the So last year you guys rate about $1,400. you have set a goal of just $400 this year, but it seems like something that you might be able to, to make based on history. Um, right. How does it, uh, how does it work? Do you, do you guys just, do you write a check to somebody when it's all done or how do you, I, I believe I believe mm-hmm. so. I believe we will be writing a check, and then I think we're going to be shipping it. Okay, Debbie seems to know m- more about that. Who's it like? Who's the organization that facilitates the vaccines? You know. Yeah. Thanks, Jack, for that question. Um, the funds will be routed through uh, the Rotary Club of Sandpoint, 
mm -hmm. um, to Rotary International. We have a foundation um, specifically devoted to polio eradication called Polio Plus. Mm -hmm. So the funds yeah. will be just simply routed through our club. Cool. And just, just as a note, I did a little fact-fighting it for this morning um, in preparation for our <laughs> gathering today. And turns out the cost, the wholesale cost of polio vaccine has gone down. We've been basing our, our calculations on 60 cents a dose. It is more like 15 cents a dose. So I did mm -hmm. some math. That will purchase 2,800 doses of vaccine, and we will be matched by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. So you guys will be purchasing almost 6,000 doses of polio vaccine for kids in Pakistan and Afghanistan. And that, that changes, that saves that many lives. Yeah. Wow. Uh, very cool. How did, how did you guys decide? I guess this has been going on for a few years, so it was kind of baked in already that this would be the main fundraiser? Or is this something that you guys discussed and decided this was what you were going to do? Anyone? Um, we have just decided to do it um, this year because last year we did not get to do it because we fundraised for our teacher that passed away, um, which is going towards his memorial funds. Mm -hmm. So this year you're, yeah, you wanted to get back, back to it. Yeah. Okay. Um, the, you guys are all, how long has everybody been a member of the Interact Club? I've been for a year, or this year, I should say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anybody more than a year? Yeah. I've been here for two years. Uh -huh. I've also been here for two years. Annabelle and Katya have been doing it for two years. Uh, and you guys, I guess you came, you came back after year one. You decided to do it again. Uh, what, what brought you back? What do you like about the, doing the Interact Club? You can go for that, Katya. Um, I've always loved helping out in, in any way I could. And volunteering is a great way, but I felt like through a community and volunteer, it was even better because, you know, you get to talk to other people who, you know, enjoy helping out and you're able to come up with great ideas that you might have not thought of on your own or were capable of doing on your own. And you help out a greater community in that way. Excellent. Um, this is Jim. I'm back here on the, uh, I'm trying to reach my knob, yeah. uh, back here on the air. And we are here with students from the Forest Bird Charter School. And let's take a little music break and uh, then we can regroup because I'm seeing some folks here who haven't stepped up to the microphone yet. And so to regroup and move people closer to the microphones, um, this might be of interest to uh, you students. Two weeks from tomorrow at the Panada Theater, a free movie, which is good. And what is the movie about? It's called Rumble, Indians Who Rock the World of Music. And it talks about Native Americans and indigenous populations, their impact on jazz, pop, folk, blues, bluegrass, and... Uh, it's really a good movie, and it's for free. And maybe you could have a class trip there. I'm just throwing that out. Two weeks from tomorrow at 7 o'clock on a Friday, 
at the Panada Theater. And I'll be behind concessions there, and I've got all of you in my memory bank. And I know where you live. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're going to play the title cut um, that uh, Link Ray, this is a, a, a song from way before any of you were ever born, or and even Jack, uh, that, but I do remember it, Link Ray with the title cut, Rumble, and uh, it's an incredible movie, an incredible song, and then we'll come back and regroup and chat some more, okay? from Rumble, Indians Who Rock the World of Music, a free showing of this incredible documentary uh, about the role of Native Americans and indigenous populations on many musical genres. And if you're thinking if this is appropriate for a family, absolutely, except when Iggy Pop talks. (laughs) He has some potty mouth words. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, But if you brace yourself for it, and what's really interesting, about three-quarters of the way through, North Idaho comes into play. And it's really educational that uh, North Idaho made a contribution in the 30s to pop music. And I'm not going to tell you any more, but I hope to see all of you, the students here, uh, as well as members of the listener. We brought mm-hmm. this movie three years ago, tremendous response. People wanted to see it again and uh, tell their friends. So... I'm going to turn it over to you, Jack. I did my little pitch, and we'll do some more of this music later. Yeah, uh, it is a great movie. I'm excited to watch that again. Uh, we are talking to members of the Forestburg Charter School Interact Club, and uh, you guys were, we, we've rearranged a little bit. Um, you guys, what, hosted an assembly yesterday at school? Like, uh, you guys were, you guys kind of ran the show? Is that what I understand? Correct. Okay. Who, uh, well... How did it go? How about that? Have you guys ever done that kind of thing before? Uh, yeah, we have um, done a lot of assemblies around like our clubs and stuff, um, but we mainly did it with um, like school events that happen. Um, but it went pretty well. But you guys, I mean, it, it wasn't like an assembly where you know the principal gets up and talks to people for forty-five minutes. Like you guys were kind of doing it, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, how was your how was your presentation how did you like how do you prepare for that and what did you what did you come up with it definitely took a very short amount of time because of winter break and we kind of all forgot about it and so like <laughs> the, on monday when we went back to school mm-hmm. uh, me and my friend alicia um made the script like that night and uh, definitely very chaotic, but I definitely feel like it went really well and people got the message. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Wow. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, so how, like, it, you had a script. Did everybody take part in, in speaking and talking to the 
was the the whole school body was there? I guess. Yeah. The student body. Uh, all of all of the high school because yeah we're not yeah it's yeah. a separate building. Mm-hmm. Um, but but the high school was all there, and you you guys addressed the the assembly. Did everybody take a turn to uh, to speak? Yeah, most people. Uh, mainly Alicia, Odin, Raven, which is me, um, mm. Annabelle, and. Katya were the ones that were presenting. And then we had other uh, interact people on below the stage watching. Yeah. Um, and what did you, how long did you guys make this presentation for? Almost about like, so the entire Advo, so about mm-hmm. from like eight all the way to <laughs> I, th- I think I'd seven. say that the yeah. whole thing was only about 15 minutes. 15 minutes, yeah. Getting okay. everyone into the assembly room and everything was probably another 15. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the way it goes. Uh, well, anything, I don't know, anything interesting that you haven't uh, mentioned so far that you ca- came up in the assembly? What kind of questions do you guys get from the student body? There were some questions about what polio actually does to the body and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. That was the one that I remember specifically but i'm sure there were a few others that were answered yeah i I think there was another one where it was uh would you be able to walk again which there is a possibility but there's also a possibility that it slowly starts to kill your muscles so if you were to learn to walk there's a possibility that you would forget all over again because of polio I think there was also a, a question about how the vaccine is administered, as in, like, is it a shot? But mm-hmm. this is not a shot at all. It's just um, something you take on the, was it the, you just put it on your tongue and it dissolves. Yeah, it's just a droplet on the tongue. Hmm. I didn't know that. I thought it was a shot. Well, here, here we are learning things uh, about the polio vaccine. Um, do you know anything about, like, the progress of the eradication the goal is no more polio in the world period right do does anybody know how that uh how that fight is going how how things are progressing yeah yeah debbie does a little bit thanks jack yeah the the global polio eradication initiative uh, began in 19 in the 1980s 1988 Mm -hmm. Uh, the united nations the world health organization unicef and Rotary International came together and committed billions and billions of dollars um, since that time to to eradication of this disease. If you look at a, a case by you know a cases uh, demographic map back from the 80s and compare it to the map today, the difference is overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, as as the as the kids met, mentioned, we now have it. Um, restricted and and I understand I did a little fact-finding this morning and Nigeria is now off the list so it's strictly Pakistan and Afghanistan that remain Um, and we have under 10 cases of the wild polio virus right now in those countries oh wow but as long as there's any in the world we all need to continue vaccination programs for kids Um, The drop form, the oral form of the vaccine, is used in these countries for practical matters. Mm -hmm. Healthcare workers literally hike incredibly difficult terrain with little coolers Mm -hmm. into remote villages. And in those countries, um, villagers are mobile. 
they don't even have permanent housing. Yeah. So healthcare workers are literally finding them in these countries. Plus, you know, anywhere there's war yeah. or unrest or conflict, very difficult to get in there. Mm. So the commitment is until this disease is off the face of the planet. Yeah. But we're very close. Yeah. Uh, the polio vaccine was, what, the 50s, I think. Is that right? Jim, off the top of your head, what do you think? <laughs> Jim Healy was around. You I, knew Jonas Salk, didn't you? Uh, no. We went to grade school together. Uh, uh-huh. um, I can remember back in fifth grade with uh-huh. Sister Lucina at St. Matthew's Grade School in yeah. South Bend, Indiana, back in 1956, mm-hmm. getting my first polio shot. And unlike the needles today, if you've gotten your COVID shots or your flu shots, they were thin. I swear that the needles back there were like darning needles, you know, and <laughs> yeah. I cried. Yeah. And um, I'll admit it, you know, as a fifth grader, you want to be tough, but uh, it seems to have worked its magic, you know, that, uh, but mm-hmm. I, I grew up with the fear of being in an iron lung. Yeah. You know, that that was, you know, where you're, the, the person is laying down and there's a mirror that reflects the world that they see. And that I can remember, you know, just being terrified of that, going to bed at night and thinking that was a possible future for me. Right. And here I yeah. end up at 88.5 KRFY. Yeah. Uh, it is... <laughs> <laughs> Run with that, Jack. No, yeah, it, a, a very scary disease. Uh, the the I I it was already like history when I I did you know when I was in grade school it was not it was not something that I was ever concerned about. It was a, you learn about FDR had it and they had a vaccine and then uh, that was it. One one know. of the many things I was scarred mm-hmm. with by going to a school taught by nuns. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, a little, a slightly different experience probably than what they have here at the Forsberg Charter School some years later. <laughs> oh, I would like to ask the students, do you have any questions for us? You know, that, I don't know, for some of you, this might be the first time in a studio hearing your voices. Uh, you know we're live, right? You, you can you hear know, us right <laughs> now. Yeah. Anyway. Hopefully your uh-huh. friends are listening yeah. and... Uh, that sort of thing. But do you have any questions for us? Yeah, what made you want to do radio? What made me want to do radio? Yeah, like... I was with public radio when I lived in Montana back in uh, the 90s. And I have to admit, I had a rather selfish reason to get... I love buying music, but I only have one set of ears... And I'm the only one who's listening to it, so I could justify buying incredible amounts of music by going on the air and sharing my music Mm -hmm. with other people. And so now I have a fantastic music collection, and uh, but I enjoy my my area of expertise is folk music, and I love sharing on Thursday evenings uh, my record collection, my CD collection, and. If you're down here at 9 o'clock on a Thursday when I'm live, uh, I crank it up. I don't have to worry about anybody else, and I'm having a ball. And so that's why. Jack, why did you get started? Good question. Yeah. Uh, it was, I think I was, I was inspired. I grew up in Minnesota, which is a big public radio uh, state. Uh, 
I I was always connected to. I really had enjoyed listening to a Prairie Home Companion, which is a radio show that is off the air now, but uh, existed for my whole childhood, and I I would I was a devoted listener to that. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, and um, and then late night call in radio too. These things kind of really spoke to me. I enjoyed just uh, driving around in my in a my, well my parents' car really. Uh, you know, late at night, um, just listening to listening to the radio and it, it felt like we were it felt a certain sense of connection to everybody else out there who might be listening at the same time uh which i i think is something that radio still has a little bit uh a little bit of an edge over all of uh, most forms of media is that at any given time you don't know but probably somebody is listening uh somebody close by and you know it's kind of it's kind of fun in that in that sense, uh, more so than digital transmission, which usually is is pointed, and you know you know mm -hmm. if you you know exactly who your audience is. Uh, but radio is a little more anonymous, ambiguous, and uh, and exciting in that way. Um, that's what that's what got me into it. Anyway. And the other yeah. thing is, as Velma Queen of Fun says, who's now in Georgia, you know, mm -hmm. most of us have the face for radio. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Uh, it is, it is, it is much nicer to, you can you can also kind of hide up here in the studio and pretend nobody is out there listening. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, it is different than being in, yeah, being on television or record, seeing your own face flash back at you on a on your phone or other handheld device. Yeah. Yeah. Any other questions that you'd like to know about? How many years have you both been working together? At this company? Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Good question. Uh, uh, we probably have, like, we should we should figure out when our anniversary is, Jim. Oh, we, how sweet. <laughs> we did, we did, a, we've been doing the morning show since, what, 2014? Something maybe? like that. Yeah. A short history. The radio station mm -hmm. went on the air in 2011. Oh. And after, and initially when it went on the air, we would go off the air overnight mm -hmm. and then come back on. But now we're 24-7. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think we did start the morning show in about 2013, 2014. And there's mm -hmm. two two uh, announcers on Tuesdays, two announcers on Wednesdays, and then Jack and I do the Thursday edition. And uh, one of the things that we really enjoy, and we hope this isn't the last that we see of you, uh, that we enjoy sharing the incredible people in the community with our listeners. And But we depend upon uh, people letting us know, like if the Forest Bird Charter School has something important coming up, a fundraising or something like that, get in touch with us with plenty enough time and we'll put you on the air. And uh, we love to do that. Yeah. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk one more time. Give give the details. If our listeners, I'm looking at you, young man. See if you can <laughs> see if you can answer this one. If our listeners want to contribute to this end polio vaccine, how can they do that? Um, mostly, again, probably throughout the jars if they decide to visit at all. So you can um, go down in person to the school and pick your classroom. And, I, I think so. I don't or or go to the front desk. I guess. Yeah. Uh, I actually just got some information about that. Uh -huh. If you'd like to go to the Forest Bird Charter School High School uh, and write a check, you can write it towards Rotary, and then you can put it to Four End Polio, and we'll put it in a big box and send it off a little later. Okay. 
There you go. I do have a question for someone who might not be familiar with Forest Bird Charter School. Where is the location, location, location? Yeah, there you go. Do you know who knows uh, who wants to describe who knows where, where it you're is? located? <laughs> I mean, I know how to get there, but I have no do <laughs> no clue what the, <laughs> what the address is. You know. So. All right. I'll, I'll find the address here. Uh, it is six one five South Madison in Sandpoint, right behind the federal building. Okay, it's off the. Uh, it. Yeah, it's off. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. It's a, yes, behind the federal building is a great way of describing that. Off off Highway Two and not that far. Um, the so you can go down there until I forgot the date already, but until uh, for for the next couple weeks you can go down and make a, a contribution if you're interested. Um, who do you? Uh, how are people supposed to pick which you know which box to decide? Um, they can go to the front desk and ask um, what Advos are doing it, or if they don't want to do that, they can just say, hey, I have some money to tribute, and they can just put it in any of them. Okay. Um, I mean, Mr. Weber's is the obvious choice here, but, you know, I'm a little bit biased <laughs> as well. Yeah. You say that, but I feel like I feel like my Advos going to win. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> well, I mean, I'll put in 100 bucks if, uh, <laughs> if anyone else is looking. Well, now that's just cheating. <laughs> Uh, and that goes till the 29th, Jack. Okay, 29th is the is the closing. 29th of January, you have until then to make your contributions. Um, anybody doing any other? I, so it it is a competition. You can anybody want to mention their what their their advo, which is their adv advocacy advisory. advisory group, I guess. Uh. Yeah, um, the competition is in with the advos, and mine is Holly Walker. Mine is Miss Caster, the one that's going to win, obviously. But <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. mine is Mr. Bigley's, which is yeah. okay. Mr. Weber is here, uh, and I am honoring the seniors. This is their last chance to win, people. Their last chance. <laughs> well, they're not gonna. So <laughs> okay. You just want breakfast. <laughs> um, should we mention anything out there? We should say that the. Uh, the Interact Club is related to Sandpoint Rotary and the Pondere Centennial Rotary Club. Both organizations sponsor this club. Um, and the, the work uh, that you guys are doing now continues through the 29th. Uh, what do you guys do after that, by the way? What, what's the next project, or, or don't you know? Um, we do not know, but we are... Um brainstorming and we are thinking that we're going to volunteer at some places okay yeah i believe we're either going to volunteer at like a soup kitchen or uh the animal shelter i do know that we were all talking about making a dance to at our school to like raise up money for one of those things cool cool uh when you go back and mention the different competition uh 88.5 care if I would like to make a donation, but how do we choose among all of you? Uh, this is really tricky. Well, I mean, whichever one really, of us is the prettiest. Under, <laughs> well, underneath my hand uh, is a bill, and uh, who does it go to? It should go to me. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, as long as it goes towards the, the polio victims and the children over there, I think it doesn't matter too much. Yeah. Well, yeah. then who claims it? I do. Talent okay. competition. Uh -huh. There, it's been taken care of. 
a donation has been made. Uh, Secretly did it too. Try to hide it. An anonymous donation has been made, uh, or less than anonymous. It comes from the uh, from the radio station. From from the radio Mm -hmm. station. Mm -hmm. Uh, In conclusion, before we send you out into the minus temperatures, minus temperatures now. No, currently Currently? we're at twenty three, twenty three degrees Fahrenheit, so below freezing, but it's. Oh, very comfortable, I think. Mm-hmm. can go mm-hmm. swimming in that weather. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's pushing it. <laughs> um, and one more thing. I did say this previously, but I'll put in 100 bucks. so if anyone wants to try to beat Mr. Weber's Advil, they should put it towards someone other than Mr. Weber, because uh, I think that will put us in the lead. Ooh. Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> listeners, you've been issued a matching challenge, which is not to be missed. So, mm-hmm. And this goes towards a good good cause and uh want to thank all of you for is this like a little bit early for you guys getting up and moving about and thinking and uh engaging in your day um not really we're normally right now in a class oh yeah <laughs> okay. it looks like not everybody i don't There's think some, any of so, us are missing it yeah, really yeah <laughs> Thank you all so very much. And will you keep us posted on upcoming events? Or if you just want to come on the air and say hello and what's happening at the school, uh, just let us know a little bit because usually we book two to three weeks out. But we'd love to have you back in the studio. Thank you. And I we enjoyed having it. Great. Definitely very great to be here. Better than class? Better than class, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I do want to say, we're, well, we're going to, uh, as we shuffle out of the studio, another song, but another free showing at the Panada Theater, now that I'm your social director and have mm-hmm. booked you uh, for two weeks from uh, this coming Friday, uh, a week from this coming Wednesday, there's another free film uh, called Paradise Paradox about mental health crises in mountain towns. Huh. And uh, it's it's a short film, about an hour, and it's free, put on by Schweitzer Mountain. Any of you skiers? Of ah, course. Good. Time I tried to ski, I ran over a kid, so <laughs> definitely never again. <laughs> and did the kid survive? <laughs> I, I believe so. I hope so. <laughs> Excellent. Probably so that is a week from this coming Wednesday or two weeks from yesterday, Paradox uh, in Paradise, Paradise Paradox. And uh, also mm-hmm. then Rumble, and you'll all be there. And we're going to uh, move you out of the studio that uh, uh, this is a beautiful song that I one of my favorites, uh, it's done by a group called Walila, and it's Cherokee mor- Morning Song. And it's just, you feel like floating when you hear it. So thank you all so very much, and good luck with your fundraiser. All right. Well, thank you, Jim and Jack. You bet. And very fun. Baby steps out there because it's slippery. Thank you. You <laughs> bet. Thank you guys so very much. Yeah. 